What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, y'all? What's good? Ah, uh, ah, uh, no. uh, You know the fucking vibes. It's like, passive... oh my god. <laughs> it's Passive Pod episode five. We made it to five, y'all. That's what I said when I turned five, because I didn't think I was going to make it. <laughs> like, oh my god. A couple fucking dog truck. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if you don't recognize that voice, that's Johnny Rumble. Yes. That is definitely Johnny Rumble. And if you don't recognize that voice, that's Count Doom, because I'm not calling him by his uh, government yeah. name. Yes, I am government Doom, name. And I play the six string banjo. You play a six string banjo? Yes. I know. It was five last week. I think it was four, like the first episode. Next episode is going to be 26 string. Oh, oh hell yeah! <laughs> and uh, I'm Count Doom. I play the drums, and you guys already know all that. Jazz. Yeah, you know the vibes. I uh, you know the vibes. Pervy, <laughs> I play the harpsichord and the theremin. There you go. And the hurdy gurdy. Yeah. The hurdy gurdy. Yep, that too. Dude, I, I want to buy one of those. Those things are oh. so sick. I was I was thinking of spending my stimulus check on it, but it's like, <laughs> oh my god. Dude, they're like ten thousand dollars for Get a good the one. Fuck out that's of here! Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that's crazy. I'm like, I, nope. <laughs> I'll have to wait a few years before I can make that I, purchase. I did not realize how much those things go for. And they're high maintenance. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm assuming they are, dude. Little hurdy gurdy, hurdy gurdy. You're gonna ding ding ding. You're gonna start a dungeon synth band. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> You're gonna get two Colt, two Colt, two Colt for everyone. <laughs> oh, remember yeah. that video? Remember that video? It was like, "Hey, Mountain Dew is cult, right?" <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, Mountain Dew is cult, right? I mean, I think it is. Mountain Dew's pretty cult. Yeah. Oh, one I time know. I, when I was like, when I, it was after a, a baseball game that when I was playing like in Little League. Uh, I used to run my little ass off, and uh, after the game, we went to go eat somewhere. I think over at my cousin's place, and we got food. I think it was it. We probably got pizza or some shit. And I chugged like a fucking like a cup of Mountain Dew, and I <laughs> swear to God, it was the worst I've ever felt in my fucking life. I thought I was gonna die, dude. Like, yeah, that stuff is crazy, dude. Like. I even now, dude. Like, if I even have like a can, I'm like, I'm so hopped up. I'm just like, damn, dude. Like, but just imagine <laughs> doing that as a kid, like who just got done oh, yeah. running his ass off, running True. his ass off. I was like, yes, I'm gonna chug this Mountain Dew. I, dude, I that was, yeah, that was like I Red Bull before die. there was Red Bull. Yeah, dude. I wanted to fucking die, dude. I was like, I'm ready. Take me, God. I don't. I I don't belong here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like a huge thing now. I noticed like people mix that with either energy drinks or liquor, and I'm like, that is no scary, man, that, that's bad idea, Gene. Dude, I had that a is bad idea, jeans. <laughs> Dude, I had a coworker that was like elderly, like when I used to work in the night, and I swear to God, dude, like in the night, he, yeah, like he would like he would do the night job with us, and then during the day he would work for the city of Downey, and yeah, and then like yeah. like. Like two times throughout the night, one in the beginning, he'll have a Mountain Dew Code Red, 
with the five with the five hour energy shot. <laughs> Dude, that's cocaine. Yeah, that's yeah. Dude, and that's then, cocaine. And then after when we hit our lunch break, he does the same thing. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, this oh. man die. This I'm dude like, is lacing his coke with meth. Yeah, right. Insane, dude. I'm just like, oh my god. I'm like, he's gonna die. He's gonna fucking die. Wild, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, I was going on a big stretch where I was like drinking those every day. Damn. But since since uh this past Lent, I haven't touched any of that. You know, so I'm. I'm mm-hmm. Pretty grateful for that because that shit will like wreck you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, I remember. Well, my dad had like he, he's had neurological issues his whole life, so like I I don't I don't think this has anything to actually do with it. But I just remember like when he had his uh his big ass seizure, which was caused by like fucking like eight aneurysms in his brain, which is wild. Um, damn. He uh he had a five hour he doesn't he doesn't drink energy drinks he had a five hour energy that morning and that's when he had his seizure I was like I'm never having one of them motherfuckers ever yeah, right well I mean remember even like at band practice we were getting kind of shitty with that like with the with the bang and all that we would Dude, bring them at like yeah ten at night and we were chugging those like oh man that was such a shitty idea. Dude, and I, I, I realized, that, well, since I fucking, I drink a lot, I, uh, when I drink caffeine, because I, I mean, if I drink caffeine while I'm drinking, like, I kind of turn into a raging fucking asshole. <laughs> and I, I mean, like, I never noticed that practice, but if you say yeah. so. No, I, I just, like, there's, like, a lot of just, like, anger built up inside of me. I'm like, yeah, I should probably not, you know, let's not do that. Yeah, you don't need high blood pressure. <laughs> I don't, which is which is funny because since since I stopped drinking energy drinks, like uh, I like my blood pressure is fine. Oh, there you go. Just weird. It's really weird because I I went to the I went to go do my physical and they were like, "Damn, you're a fat, fat, fat ass, but you're healthy for some reason. I don't know how. That's a thing." Hmm. I mean, sometimes you can still have good vitals and all that, you know? Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah. that's what I thought, too, because, like, I got real fat over quarantine. Mm-hmm. I got dumb fat. I mean, I heard that. That's a thing, though, you know? It's going around people being isolated and all that. And after, especially in the beginning, because everyone was kind of paranoid. Like, can I even go out to the park to exercise? And, you know, now people are kind of figuring it out. But, mm-hmm. oh, man, those those early months it was pretty bad uh, yeah all right well we, we need to uh i feel like we need to address something what's what the, the elephant in the room are they pink elephant the it was a pink elephant because uh yeah um we uh should we talk about the last podcast that we did it was a train wreck. <laughs> Holy shit, dude, guys! I I fucking blacked out. I blacked out mid podcast. <laughs> I fucking blacked out. And you really wanted to murder children on that one? I know. Oh man, I was sitting there editing that shit. I was like, "Wow, all right, okay, I guess we're gonna do that." 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> there were some pretty funny moments, but I think overall we just kind of all dropped the ball. Like, oh, I, I mean, if if we're gonna talk about dropping the ball, good God, I. I not only did I drop the ball, I tripped on the ball, fell, ate shit on top of and the ball. And broke your jaw. And broke my jaw. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all good, man. Everyone, Everyone's entitled to a couple of fuck up oh, in the shit. podcasting world. Yeah, I need a, I need to get my, uh, my fuck up card so I can punch one hole in that shit. Good God, I was fucked up. Mm. It was fun, you know, though. It's huh? funny, I... It's funny because I didn't even notice that much until you pointed it out in the group message after. I'm like, oh, okay, that explains that explains a lot of the repeats. Yeah. Oh, my favorite like, part. Fucking... My favorite part. Oh yeah, go ahead. Of last episode was when you talk about uh, Nicolas Cage uh, when he meets up with like the bad guys in the movie, and he's like, "I want to take his face off," yeah. and they're and they're like, "No more drugs for that man." And then I literally re- repeat exactly yes, what you just you said. Did. You just Ex- repeated the same shit. The same, like, the same fucking words you just said. And I'm surprised. And then we w- yeah, and then we went, we were almost done. And you wanted to go back to the beginning because you thought yeah. we skipped something. <laughs> yes. And then you guys told me, yeah, we tried talking about that. And you decided to just jump over it, you dumb, dumbass. <laughs> Yeah, because you wanted to talk about that fucking kid getting his head blown out again. <laughs> Dude, we talked about that for like 10 minutes. Yes, we did. Oh my god. <laughs> my favorite was... part though, my favorite part though is at the end when Johnny was like, alright, I'll see you guys later. And he just dipped. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For like, usually little... we Usually we hang out afterwards and talk for like 5 minutes and Johnny's like, I'm done. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Yeah, a little inside <laughs> scoop. We ha- we hang out after we we pod. We just like talking shit, and then for 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 some reason, last episode, he's like, "All right, this is Johnny. I'll see y'all later." And then he fucks right off, and we don't hear from him the rest of the day. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. It's funny. Did you go to a Zen garden? Uh, yeah. yeah, my 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 Zen garden got destroyed that day, so I'm working on a new one. I am. I am finding inner peace at the moment. Inner peace. Inner peace. And I have, right. And I have to pee. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I was but, like, are you, you going to pee on the pod? No. Two peas in a pod. Hey, oh, there you go. Our new yeah. podcast. I might have to. <laughs> our, new, our new podcast where we talk about urination. Yeah. We, we drink and then we piss and we record it. Yeah, I have blood. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. This is, well, I guess we're just, we're subtweeting me in real life. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's that's that, guys. That's that's the issue with that episode. Yeah. (laughs) Is it coming out still or? It's uh, it's coming out today. I edited it. Uh, I still need, I just need to put all the links in it and everything that we talked about. Okay. So yeah, so by the time you hear by the time you hear this episode, that one will be out already. So if you, you want to understand what we're, what we're talking about, about, yeah, if you want to know what we're talking about, you can go ahead and listen to that one where I fucking black out in the middle of the episode. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, yes. Anyways, what are you uh you guys uh, been watching anything else since we're all locked down? Uh, yeah, I've been doing like rewatches of The Office again. 
I mean, I fucking love that show. I can't give enough of it. Funny yeah. story. Funny fucking story. I've maybe seen three episodes of The Office, and I've watched, like, Parks and Rec in its entirety. Oh, I love Parks and Rec. I watched that one a lot, too. But I've but, never, uh, I, I, never yeah, seen, just, like, The Office. Like in its whole, it's the same people, it's like the same showrunners, man. How could you not be into it? I, I, I'm, oh, not, not like by like on some weird shit. I just, I've never watched. I've never just like, oh, I'm gonna throw this on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Very but, nice. Yeah, besides, besides that, I've just been doing some reading. I bought a book on the Zodiac Killer. Nice. And then uh, some old, some of the old Clive Barker books. That that's about it, really. That's cool. Fuck yeah, Clive nice. Barker. I know, yes. that's the homie. Master, master of horror, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you guys? I Just music for me, mainly. Okay. Yeah. Anything, just, uh, anything worth talking about or not yet? Uh, uh, quite a few. Um, New Hang Fawn House, solid. Uh, nice. Definitely, definitely a darker sound than the first album. Um new band i came across uh they only have a single as of right now they're from georgia but uh oh. they're it's it's it, it kind of it's kind of blowing me away but i'm i'm really excited i i have a seven inch coming in from them for uh what was that oh you oh, heard that yeah it was like yeah oh. i just threw a white claw can at a, uh, a canteen i have in my room oh my gosh yeah oh, you're shooting a pellet gun yeah, actually no. Real. I have a I have a spit I have a spittoon and I I just recently started doing dip. Oh, there we go. That's what it sounded like an old cartoon. Yeah. So I just went. I went. <laughs> dude, it was on point. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, but um, yeah. So uh, um, yeah. So the band's from Georgia. Uh, it's if you put the Cure, the Smiths, and Joy Division all together. And they had a love child, and that's, that's kind of horny. That's that's a little yeah. horny. Yeah, that's a and little then horny. and then you roll them in glitter. Ooh, oh, oh, that I'm pretty cool. I'm fucking erect. I yeah, mean, I don't fuck with the Smiths, but I like Joy Division. Yeah, so uh, they're called a uh, Vision Video. They okay. only have they only have two songs, but I'm I really dig them. I'm super excited to see what their full length is gonna sound like whenever. They decide to do that, but yeah. So vision video, we'll definitely put yeah, we'll a, link that. a link we'll that, but, yeah. there. Definitely great stuff. You don't hear stuff like this too often, so I'm really excited. Nice. I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so much. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. I I I enjoyed it greatly. <laughs> what about you, Pervy? Uh, just been fucking around on guitar. I don't know. You guys, you guys heard that, so I'm just been fucking around. On yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm actually kind of proud of that last one. It sounds that, that's that's a little horny. It's a little horny. But dude, the last two you sent us were really different, but both were like equally good. You know, I got excited when I heard both. I know, so like, and not even on like, oh, look at me, shit. Like, I was just like, I this we could do something with this, and it's gonna be. I I want since we're gonna we're just putting out EPs. We're not obviously releasing a full length album. I I, mm-hmm. I kind of just want to run with the idea that all of our we we all we obviously have a sound to our band, but I want all of our EPs to have like different like kind of like styles, a good like variety. That, yeah, like it's just the, everything that, that sums us up as a band. You know what I mean? Exactly. 
It's that white claw variety pack. It is <laughs> funny. <laughs> I mean, it's funny you should say that. No, <laughs> oh, it's cool because they're all they're all different, but they're all yeah. um, logical. I would say, like, mm-hmm. uh, they're all different, like... but we're we're in the same ballpark. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's not like all of a sudden we're coming out with the power metal album or something. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it's all based in like rock and roll and upbeat music you know stoner and mm-hmm. all that but it's all in the same ballpark as, as johnny was saying yeah like we're not straying too far away you know yeah yeah exactly <laughs> we're not gonna we're gonna no, we're not gonna start a like synthwave band right in the middle say yeah, don't but I, I feel like don't, we're, i still don't. feel like we're pushing ourselves <laughs> don't throw me with a good time i'm so down for synthwave <laughs> oh so am i yeah, right. so am i hey new project Project. I'd be down for that. We're gonna have a new band. (laughs) What the fuck would we be called? Like, oh, what was it? Neon Dad. Oh yeah, we're Neon Dad. That's the name of our band. We're gonna be called Brown Division. Brown Division. Oh no. 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 I feel like there's gotta be there's gotta be a a Brown Division already. I feel like that has to exist. I, right, watch it is like a Joy Division cover band with just Mexicans or something. <laughs> oh, did you hear, Kirby? <laughs> did you hear Wino? He did a Joy Division cover on his I new did? album. Big what? fan of that. Big fan of that. It's Ooh, so I need to hear good. That. It's so fun, yeah. Man. It's on his acoustic. It's on his gonna... acoustic album, but it's, okay. it's so good. We're gonna link yeah, he... that as well. Yes. It, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they. I think he put it up as uh, was a uh, what SoundCloud. So yeah, we'll put that link. Up. I think so. Yeah, yeah, we'll Dude, put that. Gonna yeah, be, we'll put that link. It's gonna be all new wave and like <laughs> very like new wave synth. Like yeah, we're that. we're having a sexy, spooky episode this uh, this episode, right? Eighties throwback. No, yeah. <laughs> no, but to throw it back though, I I think um even with the sounds that we have now, it might be slower than punk and all that, but I think we're still pushing ourselves as mu- musicians. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, you know, like, because we're playing different chords, different beats, mm-hmm. and different like I've never used so many. Yeah, I've never used so many like tom beats in my life. You know, before <laughs> yeah. it was just like for uh, why, but yeah. now I'm like actually doing whole verses and parts with that, mm-hmm. and I, I like that idea. You know, that no, we're it's good. It's fresh. pushing ourselves, and we still have high energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fresh. exactly. It's I fresh, don't want to full of energy. It's it's good. You know. I don't, yeah, I don't want to stick to, like, what we were doing when we were fucking kids. Like, not, not shitting on the music we made when we were nah. kids, but, we will like. Always, we will always pay tribute, and we will always remember where we came from, but we, we matured, you know what I mean? Like. And some of the spirit is still there, you know, because. Oh, yeah, definitely. A, a lot of those early songs were um, more political in nature, and we still have that. Mm-hmm. We still have that in us, you know, and we still have songs about topics that we care about. So that's something that I like. You know, we carried that over with us. Mm-hmm, definitely. And we're not afraid to go faster if we need to, you know? like. And that's another thing, too. Like, you know, like not tooting our horn or anything, but it's like, you know, like, uh, like a lot of bands can play a thousand miles an hour. But it's like, you know, when you start messing with different time signatures and, you know, um, like little breaks and stuff like that, it's like it actually shows like your true like your true musicianship, you know, like what you really worked on, you know? Yeah, because you can do like a six-minute song where everything's 
just one tempo, you know, but we do oh, yeah, like definitely. three or four minute songs where we have a couple of changes and that's what mm-hmm. I like, you know, we, we uh, keep saying it, but we push our boundaries. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. Damn, this is a big suck our own dick hour. Right? I'm I'm that proud of us though, man. I am too. No, I am too. Like I, I I'm just shit talking, but yeah, so am I. So fucking. Yeah, I'm re- I mean, yeah. I'm really proud of like where you've come though, Pervy as a guitarist, you know. Because really? like yeah, well, I mean for the people who don't know, we had a, a guitarist before, Daniel, and and you know, he did everything at first. Oh yeah, we can talk and about that. that. Daniel Daniel oh. was like one of the main focal points of our band because we would be like it's funny because we would uh you know there's that meme going around and be like oh yeah let's do a fucking yeah i'm looking for like a a drink a, a drake uh hotline bling type beat you know but we would what we essentially would do it was like yo can you can you make like this like uh you know art of thrashing fucking uh type of guitar riff and he'd be like yeah i got you and then we would have a song. And then, so he was like a big part of our band. And we mm-hmm. relied and I, a lot on him. Yeah, he was a and machine. I think, yeah, and I think as he got more into like um, Opeth and more progressive death metal stuff, he's the yeah. one, I think it was him who suggested uh, that Herbie would play guitar too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we, yeah. we needed two guitars, essentially, to do it. Right, okay, I, I wanted to make sure I'm remembering that right. But, yeah, I think it was his idea. And uh, you were – I remember you kind of didn't want to at first. Yeah, I didn't, which is really funny because, I, I, I mean, if you look at all of our really, really old footage of us playing as a band, you can tell I'm really, like, not comfortable, <laughs> like, being being so vulnerable fucking for, for yeah. fuck's sake our first show i broke the mic stand because i was like leaning on it too much because it was like my it was like my 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 vulnerability like uh crutch i was like okay i need i need to hold on to this because i don't feel comfortable as you can tell and as you can tell i obviously broke the fucking thing so it yeah. was really it was really weird to me for me to be like apprehensive about it because now that i play it's like having a guitar is like a nice crutch because I'm like, it's something physical I can hold on to and can distract me from the fact that I'm like playing in front of people, you know, which is weird because I mean, if you guys know anything about me, I don't know how many people you guys who's listening to know me. I, I go into any room and I try and draw fucking attention to myself. So it's really, right, it's really- even, yeah, even those first shows though, like I remember because Daniel has some difficulties, you know, we won't talk about that, but he couldn't play with us. But oh, we didn't right, want right. to. We didn't. We didn't want to disappoint. So we're like, Pervy, can you, you know, can you do these on guitar? And you're kind of skeptical. You you agreed because you you were like us. You didn't want to disappoint anybody. Mm-hmm. So we tried it out, and um, that's when mm-hmm. we realized, like, fuck, like, <laughs> you know, it, it works good just with a three piece as well. Mm-hmm. And, and we and realized your skill as a guitarist. And it worked out nicely because it was it was cool because, I mean, he was like gonna he was pretty much he was like on his way out like you can tell he was kind of like mentally checked out of the band at that point you know mm-hmm. and not not and, in a and he had moved way. yeah and because he had moved farther anyway so it yeah. kind of didn't make sense for him to keep coming back down yeah it was all the awesome. way over here you know yeah he was living in Corona and we were uh, I'm out here in like Orange County and 
uh, Abe and Johnny live just like outside of Orange County, but in LA County, pretty much live in the five six two area. So it yeah, so like, it made sense for us three to be together, but yeah, for Daniel, but, it, it didn't make sense. There's, there's zero reason to drive about forty five minutes in traffic to like go play with your shitty band with your friends. Like there's no, there's no fuck there's no economical fucking reason to do that. Yeah, because we didn't really have that many goals either. Like as far as recording and demos and all that, we did do a demo back then with him. Mm-hmm. But we were just more like, oh, let's play shows. You yeah, know, but... let's go play this backyard and let's go play over here. Yeah, for fuck's sake, I'd be, I would play. I would play for fucking beer, dude. Like I'm not. We're not making any fucking money from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let's go play at a bar, and even though it's raining and my drums are gonna get all soaked in the back of Johnny's car. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Ooh, <laughs> that was Pomona. Yep, that was I a good show that. though. That, that yeah. was a good ass show. <laughs> They kept trying to put us behind, and I'm just like, nah, fuck that. We're up next. Yeah. That was one of the hardest fucking things I've ever seen you do. (laughs) Like, you are hard as fuck for that. You're like, no, no, we're going to keep pushing you back. You're like, no, we're fucking playing now. I was like, this motherfucker got the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life. Because, like, we, we, we helped him out, you know? It's like, they're like, hey, like... You know, this band, you know, I told them this and, you know, can you guys wait? And we're like, yeah, not a problem, you know, and we were there early, you know, and it's like all the people that were on that showcase, they were all local. And it's like, how are they late? And we came all the way from where we were and we were there before the show even started, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if, so you guys wanna, that- if you guys want to book us, um, just know that we're probably going to be one of the more professional bands and show the fuck up on time. Yeah. Even though yeah. even though we might have a few beers, we're still more professional. Exactly. Get out there. Look, look, I'll be about halfway pissed by the time the show starts, but at least we'll be there about 30 minutes to an hour before fucking call time. So fuck you. Mhm. Very true. We don't run on punk rock time. <laughs> nope, hell yeah. no. I mean, even when even when we were a straight punk band, we were always yeah, on time. We were never on punk rock time. We were Shit, always. We would, we would help set up the fucking show, man. Yeah, true. Very Backyard true. shows, we would help fucking set the fucking whole bitch up. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Like a lot of the time, they didn't even know how to use the PA. That was the best at, thing ever. I yeah, love it. And that. at the time, we didn't really know how to use it either. But I know, like Johnny. Johnny and you would still run over there and do like everything you could to help them. Dude, we didn't know them that well. We would, yeah, we would have fucking mic check and shit, dude. Yeah, for like all the bands before they even started. True. I mean, like, oh, you're gonna gonna scream the whole time. I'm just gonna turn your volume just a little bit down so somebody can hear the fucking guitars. (laughs) Hey, right. But Yeah. yeah, back to what I was saying though, like when Daniel finally left, it came to the point when. Pervy needed to step up to that, and I commend you for that because it, it was never even an issue. You know, it wasn't like oh, I don't think I can do this. It was just like, all right, I'll do it. You know, yeah, and, we, we could easily just call it fucking quits. Honestly, yeah. You know, but, and I wouldn't have I wouldn't have blamed you if you didn't feel comfortable doing it. Just one guitar, you know, but you we kept going and things just got better and we got tighter. 
as a band and then uh look at us now you know like we're like way different than when we started and we sound way bigger too as a yeah somehow somehow even as a three-piece we managed to make a better sound than we had like you know (laughs) three or four years ago yeah, and honestly, you guys are not not even on like oh, I love you guys shit, but like no, you guys are like my favorite musicians to play with because I uh, we've all I mean for the most part like a couple of us have played in fucking different bands or we've all played in different bands. Mm-hmm. And, well, we all we've all tried things, yeah. And I've I I've never felt more at home just writing music with you guys because it's so. And not on some shit like, oh, it's easy, so I'm going to do the thing that's easy. No, it's you guys are easy to get along with in regards to the songwriting process. And we're all kind of on the same, like, page mentally when it, mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to songwriting. Well, and the thing, too, is I, I won't say specifics, but, you know, we've had people come and watch us jam and all that. And, again, not to toot our own horn, but they've even said it, like, dang, you guys can make a song like that you know like it only takes like five minutes and you got a whole song down and they and they tell us like you know in my band it doesn't work that way usually it takes a few weeks because someone wants to change this or they don't like it and you have to argue but with us it's just like oh you want to play something you know as fast as fear okay that's cool you want to play something as slow as electric wizard yeah that's fine we just do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just do it. It's easy, man. It's easy. It's it's the most beautiful musical relationship. Yeah, hands down. I mean, and everyone gets their fair shine too. You oh, know, yeah. Johnny want Johnny wants a bass intro. That's fucking perfect. I want a drum solo. Cool, Harvey. You get your guitar solos all over the place. So it's like. <laughs> We all we all <laughs> satisfy ourselves musically. Yeah, no, that's the cool part because it's like it's really cool because it 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 won't be like yeah. So I'm gonna do this yeah for like five minutes and I'm gonna tell you guys to shut the fuck up. It's usually it's usually one of one of us being like, oh yeah, no, you do yeah, you do like this bass lead right here and then you'll do a fucking like drum solo and then like when you when like at the end of the drum solo I'm gonna do like an octave bend and it's gonna go into a guitar solo. It's never <laughs> like. It's never like, yes, I'm going to try and get myself over as much as possible. It's like, no, you should do this because it'll sound fucking sick. Well, the perfect example for me is Johnny on the song we have, Your Your Home. Mm -hmm. You know, at the beginning, it was supposed to just be acoustic. Yeah. And we played it. We played it like that for a long time. And then randomly, one practice, Johnny just started adding the, the bass bit to it, you know? And it was like, whoa, that's that's what was missing you know we didn't know it at the time but now that you hear it it's like yeah i can't imagine the song any other way without that exactly yeah. you listen to that you listen to the beginning of that song you're, and I, I got so mad that i ever was like oh just jesus uh, i was i'm so <laughs> mad i was ever like yeah yeah let's just yeah let's just a little like little acoustic bit i was like now that the bass is in there i was like i why the fuck would i have ever thought that <laughs> yeah, and that's the cool thing though Little we don't have notes. to fight for anything. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to fight for anything. We just do it. And if it works, we stick with it. If it doesn't, we're just like, uh, let's try it without it. And then we go from there. We never have to fight about anything. Yeah, no. And that's the way, you know, a band should be. Exactly. Trial and error. But like how you guys said earlier, like that's pretty much how our writing process is. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Because there's a there's a lot that we've rejected too. We're like, ah, oh, no, that won't work. But we never feel like insulted by each other. Yeah, yeah we it comes from a place. You know, it comes from a place of love. We know. Yeah, we have whole songs that we we like are not going to use. Like there was this, we had this one really cool like like eighties like type of metal song that we had, but we kind of just threw it away because it wasn't fucking going anywhere. Yeah. But, I'm not, I, I like, we're not heard about it, you know? Yeah. And because one day it might come up where it's like, we need something like that. And you never know that riff might be repurposed yeah. and we use it again. You know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's just the way we operate. Very true. Anyway. So I've been watching a lot of diners, drive-ins and dives. God damn. Oh, that show is funny. I like that. <laughs> I love no how trans- we just like, just no change, transition like, at all. Baby. That's a, that's a guy, right? Is that guy? The Yeah, I got Guy Fury, yeah. Fucking Flavor Town. Flavor Town. Flavor Town? <laughs> yeah, dude. Did you uh so you know uh, I guess I is he from Columbus, Ohio? I don't know. I think he is. I don't know, honestly. There was a petition to change the name of Columbus, Ohio to Flavor Town. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> I think that's why, right? Because he's a native of there. Yeah. So I was <laughs> I don't I'd be I'm down with there. that. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna sign that fucking petition. <laughs> well, I, I wanted the one where they wanted to replace the Confederate statues with odorous. From oh my Wall. god, uh, Virginia, yeah, in Virginia, yeah. Oh, that like, shit, fuck yeah, that's fuck. How, how could you not? <laughs> it's a big old <laughs> cock, yeah, right in the middle of the city. Cuttlefish. Yeah. Exactly, he's a hero. <laughs> He's a hero to this world, and he needs monuments dedicated yeah. to him. Dave Rocky, yeah. God bless that man. <laughs> I mean, in like in like Belgium, I think they have a statue of Dio. Yeah, but they don't have one here in the U.S. where he's from. You know, like, exactly. yeah. And he started charities for like um, for children and all of that. It's like that's a good person <laughs> through and through, and oh, because he plays metal, like mm-hmm. we can't talk about that, right? I think Lemmy has multiple statues, I think, right? There's one in L.A. Well, yeah, and the rainbow. Yeah, and then uh, and then in Europe, like, I think, like, at, like, Walken and stuff like that, they have multiple statues of him. Well, Europe is usually more, uh, <laughs> they respect the musicians more. Yeah. I think that's why they get the better festivals, too. <laughs> Probably. Because, like, over there, you can go... Go to a festival and see like Aerosmith and ZZ Top and Black Sabbath and Slayer, all on the same lineup, and nobody cares. And right here, it's like, oh, you can't have that. You can't have Corn and and Judas Priest on the same lineup. That's not right. They just complain about everything. Big right there, baby. they're just happy. Yeah, right there, they're just happy to have music. Yeah, hell yeah, I respect them for that. Their love for music is way way different than like the U.S. Well, well then they, mean, got the, they got the they got the statue oh, go of Phil. The uh, they got the statue of Phil from Thin Lizzy in fucking Dublin. Oh, that's, that's so sick. Right, they do. How yeah, I, that dude's so sick. Good stuff. Yeah, but even like in Mexico, right there, they get insane line of, because those people, uh, as it is, they're oppressed. Mm-hmm. But uh, they don't get as much music as we do here. So whenever anything comes through, it's like yeah, crazy that's packed. What, that's- that's what I heard. It's like Mexico City, Guadalajara, 
and like um i forgot but like huge dude like it's a yeah. big big deal over there especially well, I know, like, Car- like like carcass likes to play there a lot yeah and then oh like, dude uh, of anything are crazy mm-hmm. oh yeah it's crazy because it's like you know like uh like even if we're getting to like you know like punk rock or something dude it's like you know just example like like when the casualties go there it's like they make oh, it a big dude it's like fucking insane dude yeah dude like besides like you know like riots and everything happen but i mean like dude they throw swamp me it's like a like it's like a festival you know like, yeah like a three fucking are coming there. well you even know. what was what was that psychobilly band that went there not that long ago Oh yeah, who was that? That was uh, was it Demented or Oh Demented, yeah. Oh Demented, yeah. yeah like even Demented. even that. Well, I mean, but you know what I mean. Like even that in general, though. Like no, but if like it came here, like it wouldn't be as big a deal. But over there, it's it's huge. You know, they mm-hmm. just show anybody love so they can get them entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, part of it, you know, is Demented can't come here anymore. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, that too, but... Yeah. yeah, but but still, regardless, you know, it's it's a bigger deal over there, you know? Yeah, they just show a lot of love, you know, and that's cool. I wouldn't mind um, like, playing a show there one one day. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, um, you, have you guys ever seen the footage of, like, when Iron Maiden, like, goes through there? Like, it's oh, insane, oh, yeah. dude. Didn't they have a oh, DVD? God. Yeah, I think so, dude. Iron Maiden has like a shit ton of DVDs, so it's, it's possible. They have like one, like one of their most famous DVDs is them playing like Mexico City or some shit. That's one of them. Uh, but, uh, probably, yeah. I know they have one. I think in Spain, right, where it's like really big. Oh it's fuck, Rio. Spain! It's Rio, and then like oh, there we go, Rio. And then the big one was uh was Long Beach Arena in uh, 1985 for the World Slavery Tour. That's the classic one. Everybody That's, knows that. Yes. Oh, my God. Spring for dude. me, Long Beach. And they don't I, even probably know where Long Beach is. Right? And it's like, dude, we live, like, less than 15 miles away from there. Like, on the I, know. I see that arena. And I'm just like, God damn. Like, I can't imagine the feelings that are going through you just to be there that night. And in, in such a small city. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I see the Long Beach Arena now, and I'm just like, bro, like, is that even big enough for Maiden? <laughs> right? I know, right? And, that, it looks back, and back then, yeah, that's like the height of their powers, you know? <laughs> fucking Priest played there. Can you imagine Priest playing at the fucking Long Beach Arena now? Yeah, true. I, you know, honestly, I heard that Priest doesn't pack a lot of places anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were doing, um, because you know how there's those rumors that Priest and Maiden were going to tour like in the next couple of years. Uh-huh. They were saying that, well, obviously Maiden is going to headline because um, they did the numbers. And I guess Priest only brings in like half. Well, no, not half, but a little more than half of what Maiden does. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I, guess that Even, makes, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Maiden's like one of like the biggest bands in the world. That yeah, and honestly, like, they're one of the hardest working bands. So they're, like, everywhere in the world. They do everything they can to get to places most bands won't even go. Yeah, true, true. I but, mean, I guess, um, I, guess it, I guess it helps when you're fucking, uh, you're the goddamn singer of your band's a fucking pilot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right. that helps. <laughs> 
I remember oh, when they was... came down over here, man, I purposely drove down the 105 just to see the Eddie playing. Oh, oh, nice. Did you see it? Of course you it, did, you fucking nerd. It's incredible. Fucking nerd. Actually, I have, just to give, I have to give you back your Maiden shirt, too. It's sitting in my closet looking at maiden it. Maiden shirt? Yeah. You know, Eddie playing the fucking bass? How'd you get that shirt? <laughs> I don't get <laughs> I thought I lost it. No, I have it. It's sitting in my closet. I'm looking at it. That's hilarious. That's I want to know the story of why your shirt's at Purby's house. Hey, I'm sorry. I think you let me borrow it one day, like, after we, like, I think we went swimming at your, like, grandma's place or some shit. I don't even remember, dude. I haven't seen that shirt in so long, and I'm just Well, laughing. I have it. If I have it, if you ever want it, remind me to give it to you, because I forget every I mean, time I, I forget every yeah, like time that, I see you. I'm like, that makes sense, too, because whenever Johnny has something about swimming, it's always Pervy and Bane who show up, like, in the same clothes. They don't bring any swimming clothes. They just show up in nope. jeans. And shirt, that's it. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> yeah so I, I can see that. That makes sense. That Johnny would like loan you a shirt. <laughs> Iron Maiden. <laughs> right. That's crazy. I I never thought. I thought I just lost it, and I'm just like, no, nope, it's it is here, baby. It's here. As a maid, that was probably hands down, probably like my favorite I, Maiden shirt, dude. You. You talked about that shirt for years, and you finally got it. And I said, <laughs> "Yeah, you like yeah, rocked the shit out of that shirt for a long time." I love that shirt. It's like me and my Black Sabbath shirt, where they're all in red. <laughs> I yeah. wore that. Oh, yeah. in, in in my high school yearbook, there's like four pictures of me, and in each one, I'm wearing that shirt. <laughs> And they're all they were all taken on different days, so I'm like, fuck, I just wore this like all the time. So crazy. Dude, speaking of uh yearbooks, did you know we were in the fashion page of our yearbook the last yes. years we were at Kennedy? I forgot about that. Yeah, it was kinda odd. So, like, you guys? That's that's yeah. pretty cool. Cause it was like we were we were like the only like Rocker fool. Yeah, we were like the only like greaser guys there. So it was like oh like I forgot what they put. They're like, oh, like, you know, a throwback to the past. Some shit like that. Some goofy shit like that. Yeah. Well, in mine, I'm in my yearbook, I'm in guitar club. And I didn't even play guitar. What's it called? Oh, yeah. You showed us that. Yeah. I just showed up because my friends were there. (laughs) I'm in the picture for there. So it's so funny. That's history now. Because I think me and Pervy were in, like, a guitar group, and, like, they took a picture of everyone, and then, like, our picture didn't show up in there. And nope, it didn't show up at all. I If you look <laughs> at the, the the guitar club for uh, John F. Kennedy High School in La Palma, California, A, it's the cringiest fucking picture in the world, because it's just a bunch of fucking dorks. It looks like a bunch of fucking dorks. And they all look like they're on fucking, like, conservative fucking subreddits now. Uh, oh no! <laughs> it looks like that's what it's like. Prime example of dudes who fucking go on conservative subreddits and are like, "Well, let me tell you why Ben Shapiro is actually right," you know. But um, oh, fuck Ben Shapiro! <laughs> fuck Ben Shapiro on the ass. But they did take a picture of us. We because we used to take our guitars to school like way more than we should have, and it was just yeah. it was it was essentially us trying to fucking learn, uh, like. Mike Ness songs and Social D songs. Yeah, pretty much. 
It was way before even Guitar Club even existed. We're just like, hey, like, let's bring our guitar to school and see what happens. And you know who didn't join Guitar Club? Me and Johnny. Wow. Yeah. We're just like, Because hey. all those dudes were assholes, too. All They were. You, you remember who was in that shit? Fuck I remember. All Fuck all those dudes. Slash has been. Oh wow! Oh yeah, we'll leave it. We'll leave that there. We're not gonna name names, but yes, exactly. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Remember, yeah, those, remember those dudes would try and show up, Daniel. Oh yeah, remember <laughs> all those dudes. So uh, there's two dudes, and I know you know who I'm talking about. They always try to outdo Daniel, but they couldn't. Well, yeah, I remember. Well, I, I didn't go to school with you guys, but I remember him telling me that. The only reason he learned uh, sweet picking was because somebody said he couldn't do it. So he went yeah. and he like learned it in a week <laughs> just to show him up. Yeah, yeah, and he did it better than he ever did. It was so fucking funny. It was ridiculous. I, it, It's the weirdest thing to be like insecure about really dumb shit. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, dude, like, fuck yeah, check this shit out. And then Daniel will be like, okay, cool, we'll check. And not even on like some, not even on some bragging shit. People would watch Daniel get, play guitar and would get really insecure about it. Yeah. Oh, easily. Hands down. That's what I'm talking about too. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And you know what's really funny about it is that like when Daniel did doodle around, it was like, yeah, it was metal stuff and stuff like that. But I'm like, bro, like that's just doodling. I'm like, if you really, really know Daniel. He started off with classical, like classical Spanish guitar, and I'm like, that shit is hard. Like, it's ridiculous hard, you know? I know he. Yeah. Uh, that that is the one time I ever only ever, I've ever felt insecure watching someone play guitar because Daniel just ding it off on like the classical guitar. I was like, yo, I could. Oh never yeah. That shit. Nah, dude. Like he's like almost like on that flamenco kind of status. Yeah, you know? I was like, yo, like, garbage. Bro. I watched him play. I'm like, yo, I'm trash. And it's funny, too, because he's the kind of guy where you could, like, ask him anything. How did you do that? What What's your setup? What strings are you using? Mm-hmm. And he'll tell you. He won't oh, yeah. try to hide anything. No. He'll talk to you for, like, an hour of how you can get better. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. And I I hate that when mother, uh, motherfuckers would be like, oh, um, you know, I just, you know, just kind of like my own thing. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, right. I'm like, bro, don't walk around like you got a chip on your shoulder. I'm like, you're a nobody. You know, you're yeah. you're a guitar player like me and you, you know? It's like, even when people ask me, like, a lot of, I don't know, like, I heard some people are kind of standoffish, like, when they ask, like, oh, like, hey, like, do you see what he's running, this and this? And I'm just like, bro, like, just ask me, man. Like, Ask him. Uh, yeah, ex- exactly. I'm like, bro, ask him. Like, I had a couple of people, they're like, hey, like, what are you running? I see you have pedals. I'm like, it's a tuner and a distortion pedal, but I use the distortion pedal as a boost. And they're just like, yeah, really? exactly. Yeah, I'm like, it's it's all from my head. And I'm like, it's a it's a PF500. And I'm like, you know, I use SIT strings, you know, gauge 105 to 45. I have a badass bridge and I use the stock pickup. Simple. Yeah, it's not the 80s anymore when it's like Eddie Van Halen would turn around so nobody could see him finger tap. Yeah. It's like you can figure out anything now. Just ask someone and they'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's why I. That's why I love. I uh, love Daniel. Daniel's always been <laughs> like one of our best friends, and he's one of the one of the coolest guys you could ever fucking meet, especially in regards to music. Oh yeah, definitely. His his knowledge is definitely there. 
you know. And he doesn't have and any he, ego about it. No, not at all. Exactly. I was gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. He's he will never shit talk you. you be being like, okay, dude. Well, uh, I can do seventy times better than that. So fuck you. Yeah. Nah. He's. All, I would say all of us are humble, dude. Like we don't walk around like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like it means a lot when like you know someone's like an insanely like 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 excellent musician like who goes is like above and beyond mm-hmm. and like he has no ego about it so i'm like just shout out to daniel for that oh yeah it's, it's the daniel oh yeah it's the daniel the homie daniel <laughs> god yeah. bless i mean i was always happy too because even like me i haven't been playing guitar nearly as long as any of you guys and i would show you something and you'd be like oh cool like like let's try this and you would help me work around it you know to make it sound like a real song <laughs> I know I couldn't do that yeah, with yeah. other guitarists because someone might be like, "Yeah, that sucks. Fuck that." Mm-hmm. Um, really? We all know that Wait, person really? too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like there's always people where it's like you're not a guitarist, you're just a drummer. Stick to that. But I- I've always wanted to do more, and you guys allowed me to do that in a comfortable place. Yeah, hell yeah. Passive aggressor is a safe space. It is. Is a safe space. It's the same. Unless you're a fascist. Unless you're a fascist. Yes. Then we will call you only people. The only people who aren't safe at our shows is a fucking fascist. That is very And a racist. And a fucking cop. Or a rapist. Or a fucking piece of shit scumbag. That's the only people we're intolerant of. So fuck all y'all. You're not welcome at our fucking shows. And if you see it. And if we see you at, your, at our fucking shows. We'll call you out on it. You might even get fucked up by either us or the goddamn people that fuck with us if we bang fucking hard against stupid shit like that. Y'all can go get fucked. Y'all might throw a hammer at you, too. (laughs) Fuck it. Fuck it, yeah. Inglorious bastards, the motherfuckers. Yeah, right? God damn. Oh, you're not a scalp. Oh, do you wear that uniform when you go home? Oh, no, you're going to wear it now. (laughs) Yeah. I love Mm -hmm. that shit. I love that movie so much. Fuck yeah. <laughs> God, I got hype. I was just getting... Yeah, right? You're going to go on a political <laughs> rant now. <laughs> I know. Shit. Crazy. Hey, so you guys ready to talk about this album? Let's do it. Oh, hell yeah, I am. I'm actually really stoked to talk yeah, about this, this album. Yeah, this one was Abe. really, really interesting. So I'm excited. <laughs> okay, let me... Abe. Yeah, let me... Yeah, uh, wanna... The album we're talking about today is Demons of the Mind. By the alligator wine, and uh, I got some facts about this. Let me let me throw them out to you guys. Oh, sick! Yeah, love it. This one was put out on Centria, Centria. What the fuck? Century Media <laughs> Records. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's only two guys, Rob, no. Vita- Rob really? Vitaka. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing these right. I apologize. It's Rob the Rob Vitaka. <laughs> Rob Bataka on vocals, organ, and Mog bass, and Thomas Tufel on drums and spooky voice. I don't, I don't know what that means. But. The spooky, yeah, the spooky. And according, <laughs> yeah, according to their bio, they're inspired by '70s rock and uh, older horror films, like the scores, you know, for those. Mm-hmm. And uh, they describe themselves as vintage rock with no guitars. Uh, that blew my mind when I heard that, you know? 
Yeah. Because some of these riffs sound like guitars to well to me anyways, but no, there's no guitar. Oh, definitely. And what I heard, there's no bass either. What? Yeah. I mean, what I gathered anyways, it's um, it says that the bass was replaced by an analog synth. So what? I take that as, yeah, they're just using a synthesizer. Okay, now. Get the fuck out I'm, of here. I'm floored. I'm floored, yeah. honestly. I like, mean, I'm... I could be wrong, but this is what I'm getting from their bio, so it, it yeah. should be accurate. I'm like, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Yeah, like, oh my god, that's fucking insane. I don't even know what to say anymore, dude, because I'm just like, god damn, bro, like, there are no stringed instruments at all. Yeah, just that alone. And I got this, I picked up this record at uh, Bionic Records there in Cyprus um, for anyone who's in the area, you know, stop by their support. And uh, I just picked it up. Yeah, I just picked it up. (laughs) Honestly, Johnny knows because I bought it when he was working there. (laughs) I just bought it randomly. I saw it and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll give it a listen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I personally, I was floored by this. This is like something really different than what I usually listen to. But at the same time, I can see it kind of fitting with uh, the whole retro rock. Um, Like, they call them classic rock, but they're not, you know, they're not classic bands. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but it fits, like, I could see these guys touring with, like, Graveyard. I could see that. Even though they're different, the vibe is kind of the same. Oh, yeah, easily, dude. Like, it was just, it's very insane, dude. Like, like you know, of course, we'll we'll go down the track listing and everything. But I mean, like, like even in the first track, like, it was just, like, it was crazy, you know? Like, I thought it was, like, you know, string instruments and stuff like that. But, like, after you said that, like, oh, like, no guitars, you know, and bass was, you know, substituted by a synthesizer. And I'm just like, God damn, bro, like, like, that mimic is, like, precise you know and yeah and it's just they take so many different like um how can you say um so many different um uh dang i got that word like at the tip of my tongue influences there's so many influences that are like hitting so i mean like you know you have like you know like you get a real creepy like feel you know like with like the organs and like stuff like that like it kind of reminded me of like um you know, I I really don't want to use this band, but they use it a lot. But I mean, like, Ghost. And then, like, it gets into, like, it reminds me of, like, a Turbo Negro with some of, like, um, you know, the choruses and, you know, the big vocals. And then it gets into, you know, like, like a real type of action kind of rock, you know, like, similar to, like, you know, the helicopters and Lucifer and stuff like that, you know? And just, there's there's so much. And then... It even got to a point where it was like, um, you know, the guy, you know, there's there's a song where it's like, it's very mellow. And at first I'm like, bro, like this sounds like Billy Valo from him. And it was, yeah, right? and, I'm, and I'm just like, bro, like this literally sounds like the band him, like hands down. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, dude, I'm just like, they're everywhere, but it fits so well, you know? And then oh my god dude like like i said there's so much dude and then there were even parts that reminded me of like ramstein you know i'm just like bro like 
Like, like, where is all this coming from? It's insane, you know? Yeah, and it's cool because even on their, um, on their page on Century Media, it's kind of mm-hmm. described as Led Zeppelin, but without guitars. And I kind of feel that, you know? They have that kind of energy, and they have that really fat bass drum sound. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so right away, yeah, I can feel that. I can see this. Like, if they told me this was a 70s band that nobody ever heard of, Mm-hmm. You know, I believe it. <laughs> it fits. Yeah, it has they like that pretty, retro sound to it. Definitely, yeah, they were really, really spot on. You know, but it's this is definitely an interesting album. You know, and just uh, like yeah, like something I would have probably like never, never would have like expected. You know, just seeing the name or or even like considering to pick up. Really, you know, it just. It looks very just not normal, but just just like it, it just it didn't draw my attention at first, and then I'm just right. Like, well, you know, you and me, we're always at the record shops. We kind of we see these albums all the time. They're kind of yeah. like those generic um, retro rock bands. Yeah. So I thought I honestly thought it was gonna just be something like that. That's what I was thinking. You know, like when you grab you know, it, I'm so, like, oh, it's probably some like buzz rock or something. You know. Yeah, and I thought, like, well, okay, maybe it'll be, like, okay for one or two songs, and, you know, it's not a waste of money, because it came with the vinyl and the CD. Yeah. So, I'm like, God damn, we're wrong, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, it's, but um, listening to it, you know, I was just blown away. I yeah. really yeah. was. It was really good. What's your take on the album, Pervy? Because uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned Ghost earlier, and yeah. I didn't want... I. I didn't want to be that guy, but uh, a couple of my favorite tracks off the album, I'll pull it up right now. It's, uh, I, I can't remember the names of them. Uh, give me a second. It is um, Voodoo. Mm-hmm. Voodoo. Voodoo. That crazy. song, it's got that, it's got that fucking like, um, like that dancey kind of beat. It's like you know that fucking kick, kick hi hat, mm-hmm. fucking type of fucking beat. I'm always a big fan of shit like that. I don't know why. It's like it's almost like a fucking disco fucking beat. Yeah, but I love I love that kind of shit. I love that the shit. disco. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh my god, a disco. <laughs> it's it pretty much is, and then uh, you know, dream I. Dream eyed, dream eyed little girl. Oh my That's god, a dope dude. I love that song. Like I was telling Abraham, I'm like, bro, like that sounded like him. It definitely sounded. Like yeah, from- yeah, yeah. Sounded like Billy Volo, and I'm just like, bro, this is like definitely in that vicinity, you know, like that ballpark. But, um, and then it like, and it comes in with that, like in the like in the middle of that song with that like dancey kind of like fucking almost like disco fucking type beat. I love that kind of shit. Hell yeah. Cause it like it's like it's not jarring, you know. Yeah. It's not like oh, what the fuck, but it's kind of like you don't expect it, especially when you like the way the song starts. Mm-hmm. And it's it's nice. It is. Yeah. And then obviously the uh, the uh, song that's uh, probably gets the most attention is you know Shotgun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the first track on the album, but. Yeah, oh, that's that, a great song. That one's great, you know. Just like that's the one I felt had that like, it had like the little feel of like action rock and stuff like that, you know. 
Yeah, that's what got me. It reminded me, like, if, again, like, they could tour with a band like Graveyard because it has that kind of same mm-hmm. uh, stoner rock energy, action rock, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a very interesting album. <laughs> you know, For me, though, you know, I don't want to go through each track because there's kind of a lot of them. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just wanted to go over some of the, the main ones that really stuck out to me. Shotgun mm-hmm. was, of course, you know, one of mine. But Voodoo, that's probably my favorite track on here. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause I, I, cause I, I was talking to Johnny about that, about like it being like, <laughs> I, and I hate to bring them up because I know everyone like pretty much shits on them now. But it's like got that like ghost like dancey, like beat like. Yes, that's exactly what I, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It has a disco feel to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's you know, and but, for the disco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The but I like hang. it too because it has a really um a really big drum sound to it. Mm-hmm. And for a yeah. band for a band like this, if you're not gonna have any bass or guitar, your drums need to be on point. You know, that's essential. Oh yeah. Even if you're not a technical band, your drums just need to be precise and big, fat sounding. If you can't mm-hmm. get that, then this would have been a really poor release, honestly. This could have failed. <laughs> yeah, this could have failed right in so many ways. Part. Yeah. This could have failed in so many ways if they had dropped the ball in the production. You know, it, I wouldn't even care about this, honestly. But really, it's because everything is so clear and um, thick sounding that it makes you want to <laughs> keep listening. You know, you keep going, oh, okay, let me check out the next track. Let's see what this. Let, you know, let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, like a song, there's one called "The Flying Carousel." That it's one's kind really of more, good. yeah, yeah. It's kind of more of a ballad, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not like a hundred percent, but yeah, it has more of those vibes, and that's the one that really, like, oh man, that one really stuck out to me. I, I feel it so much, you know, and I just keep listening to it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's really good. Yeah, like I would say those are probably like my top tracks, like like Shotgun Voodoo, Carousel, and then uh See My Little Girl. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, that one was, was good too. Oh, uh, so good, dude. It was like there was uh there's it's like good pizza, you know what I mean? It's like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just layers and layers of like just goodness dude like if you if you <laughs> if you describe if you describe it like that i would describe it in the same sense it's like it's like a really good greasy ass pizza <laughs> like after you spent like a night of like drinking yeah hands down and like you throw it you throw it in the microwave you wake up at 11 you wake up at your homeboy's house because you, you couldn't drive you wake up at 11 you put that in the microwave, enjoy that, and you throw that album on, and you're just hanging out until your homeboy wakes up, and you gotta let him know, hey, I'm out of here, and you go on with the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that, it's the, like that kind of, like, album. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But I mean, that was pretty deep. That's pretty accurate, dude, because, like, this album's wild, dude. It's absolutely wild. And that's what's cool, though. It takes, like, again, obviously it's 70s influence, but it um, it takes that spirit that they had back then to really experiment. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks of like Black Sabbath as the doomy and gloomy band, but when you really listen to those early albums, there's so much going on. There's so much going like, on. Jesus. Sabbath bloody Sabbath. There's all kinds of synthesizers everywhere. Volume four has a ballad changes. Yeah. You know, they weren't <laughs> yeah. they, they weren't just one sound. Everyone back then was like into experimenting with everything. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's kind of lacking now, you know, in today's music. Everyone just wants to be one, you know, one genre and that's like, it. Yeah. Very true. It's like this homogenized like thing. I, I don't, I, I wish there was more just like, hey, this might be like fucking weird, but fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like a lot of the bands that we, that we really like now, like newer bands, if you really listen to them, they're mixing different things together, you know? They're not just one way or the other. Yeah, like yeah. You, like you have um, like crustier sounding bands, but with death metal elements. You have gothic mm-hmm. with like doom metal elements now. It, it, everything's like a hybrid between two or three other styles, and that's what makes them stand out. Mm-hmm. Like Idle Hands, for example, you know that they have like all kinds of uh, influences and you can hear it in the songs. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, not 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 to go off too much, but speaking about them, uh, they released a new single too. Those two tracks are really well, like really well put together. Oh, nice! I got to check yeah. that out for sure. Yeah. So it's uh yeah it's uh the EP is called "Don't Waste Your Time Part 2 and it's uh okay. one of the songs is "Puppy Love," and I can't forget. I I can't remember the other one, but they're they're it's solid. Solid two tracks. Yeah, but that's what's cool, though, because, like, them, they have the kind of sound where they could tour with King Diamond, which we, we saw them. Mm-hmm. They could tour with, like, Uncle Acid. They could tour with, like, power metal bands, and it fit. Oh, yeah. Because they too. have all those elements in their mm-hmm. music, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And same thing, with, same thing with the Alligator Wine. They could tour with, like, a number of uh, stoner, doom, retro rock bands, and it all fit. It would all mm-hmm. work. Like, they could tour with the Truck Fighters, and I wouldn't think it was weird, you know? It no. fits perfectly. It would be, yeah. They they have a lot to work with. And I just being a band of that nature, that's must be amazingly great, you know? To be able to fit yeah. with, you know, different types of music and styles. And, yeah, you know, be able to fit the mold with a lot of different stuff. Right. So um, I guess in closing, you know, just to give my closing thoughts, this is a this I believe is their first release. I think they may have had an EP before this, but yeah. they weren't on a label yet. Yeah, it was it was a but, self-produced EP. Uh, yeah, so this is a band I'm really going to be looking forward to to see how they grow. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'd recommend this pretty much to anybody who's a fan of stoner retro rock, mm-hmm. uh, psychedelic music. I, you know, like I. I really don't think you can go wrong with listening to this release. What about you guys? Any closing thoughts? No, I agree. Man. Uh, yeah, so I'm here. I was, I was just, I threw it up on my TV. I was listening to it, just hanging out in my bed. Uh, it's, it's a great album. It's a great album. I'll probably end up listening to it later, honestly. Yeah, um, same here. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I listened to it, I think, two times this morning, and yeah, nice. it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> Nice. I was nervous to choose this one. You know, I, I thought it was going to be a little too different, but no. I mean, you guys, you guys are, you guys are like some of the most open-minded people I know, but 
you know, sometimes you're just not in the mood for something a little different. So yeah, that's why I was a little nervous, but uh, I'm glad that you guys liked it. Hell yeah, it was good. It was definitely a awesome pick. You know, like like out of five, I I would definitely give it like a high four for sure. Like yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Four <laughs> out of five. It's just like the creativity is just just like out of this world. <laughs> so um. Okay, so th- I think that's a good closing. Yeah. I think we can throw it to to we can throw it to Johnny now to see what his choice is going to be for next week. Yeah, either a sure. movie I'm or dying. album. For sure. All right, so I'm actually really really excited about this. Uh it's only available as of um I believe it's on digital platforms right now, but as physical copies and <laughs> and vinyl, it's not out yet. It's going to be coming out uh, near the end of July, but uh, we were talking about the 70s topic, so I'm actually really excited. This is probably my all-time favorite uh, punk band, so yeah, for next week's uh, podcast, we're going to be doing a review on X's Alphabet Land. Nice. That, yes, that is the band X. From Los Angeles. Of- of Los Angeles punk band fame mm-hmm. and their album Alphabet. That came out in 2020. Did you know, <laughs> did you know uh, Danny Trejo, his son, directed one of their music videos for the new oh, album? Really? Yeah. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 what? Danny Trejo, he has a son that I guess he's in the music business and he directed a music oh, video for oh, them. That's right. Did he do Alphabet Land for that song? I think so, yeah. If that's the okay. video they have out now, that he's yeah. the one who directed it. Yeah, oh my god, dude. Like, oh, I'm not going to even talk about it. We we could talk about that when we do it next yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just wanted to tease the tease the listeners. Oh my god, it's so good, dude. Like, it yes. makes my heart warm. So, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll listen to the we'll listen to the album and the media associated with yes. it. Yes. Agree. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll well, we'd it. like to thank you guys for tuning in. You know, we really appreciate it. You know, I'm sure I speak for the rest of the guys, but uh, yeah, you know, so I'll hand it off to Pervy. All right, so this has been uh, this week's Passive Pod. It's Passive Pod episode five. I don't know how many of y'all are listening to this all the way to the end, but <laughs> if y'all are, I appreciate y'all and I applaud y'all for making your way through all the fucking bullshit that we talk. <laughs> so, um, if you did, hope you enjoyed. If you didn't, go fuck yourself. And if you're in the middle, fuck it. <laughs> I don't fuck with centrists. Fuck you. Cool. So, uh, I think this is how we should end the pod every week. Um, for Abe, for Johnny. I shouldn't say Abe. That's your government name. For Count Doom, <laughs> for, Johnny, for, for Johnny Rumble, and for Pervy. This is how we will sign off every week from now on. Shake ass. Fight fascism. <laughs> believe in rock and roll. Believe in rock and roll, y'all. Uh, I'll see y'all next week. Peace. Love y'all. Peace out. Later. <laughs> I, I like that ending. <laughs>